Welcome to Hosted by Hive, a podcast by the publicist for the publicist. I'm Jesse Marshall, the founder of Hive. Throughout these episodes, you'll be joined by myself and the bees to talk all things PR. <laughs> That's Jesse's 13th reason. 13th reason? Like, oh. it's like the 58th. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was halfway through my sentence and just saw Jesse's mood change. Like, yeah, I know. Does she hate what I'm saying? Or She's like, well, let's actually wrap it Does she here. forget to plug the microphone in, for example? <laughs> it was the jaw drop. I'm like, egg. egg. So, for those that are... <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone! <laughs> like a mid menti bee because we had just had the best chat with our guests, and I'd fucking forgot to plug in something. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're here. It's Gigi and I. I'm barely here. <laughs> we have Billy from Billy Accept here. Hi, I'm super here, and <laughs> I loved our little dress rehearsal. Don't worry. And we've been friends for a little while, and I thought I would bring him on because he's so valuable to the PR industry. Stop it. He's yeah. so lovely. <laughs> well, you are. And then you just told me that you started your career in Melbourne. Yeah, that I'm was confused. in our first take. I'm like, that what? None of you will ever get to hear. <laughs> But from the top, would you like me to recite that from the top? Please the tell top. us, how did you get into the PR world? I would love to share that with you once more, Jesse. <laughs> so we really see <laughs> the friend that doesn't listen. Yeah. You know what I mean? I started my career in Melbourne. What? Would you believe? Um, I got a job in-house at a lingerie agency and I didn't even know what PR was at that time. I just loved the brand and... Me and the general manager, Janine, just vibed. And she was like, don't worry, you'll figure it out. And I worked there and did figure it out somewhat. And I was like, oh my God, I'm kind of good at this. Then I kind of thought, I need to learn the foundations of PR. So I need to move to an agency, see how, like, what the, the processes are to achieve success for a client. So I stripped it back, went into an agency, which was called Lara Carey media and communications and she was a former abc journalist yeah <laughs> so i got that deep like strategy news angle uh, knowledge from her mm. but i always knew deep down inside of me that i was a floral event <laughs> champagne pr gal and she and used you to do be, know how to do that quite well um, well thank you i do try <laughs> but i remember my old boss lara being like if you want to do all of that why don't you go work for an agency like sweaty betty in sydney and I I'm was like, like yes. do you know what? I will. <laughs> and I did. I like applied for a job with Roxy, I think on a Monday, had an interview on Tuesday and was moving my entire life by Wednesday. Wow. And wow. Then, yeah. Got oh to Sydney. God. That's and life I, in the fast lane. Yeah. It is. And I think that was the best thing I ever did for my career because it's all happening in, mm. in Sydney. Mm, so yeah. I wanted to be the best at what I do. And you ha I felt like I had to live in Sydney for that. Yeah. Then I went, uh, I worked with Roxy for two years, learned everything. She helped me so much with my networking. Then I got a job internally with Edwards & Co. But maybe realized again that client side wasn't satisfying enough for me because I wanted the variation of lots of different clients. So during COVID, I used that downtime to start my own business. Yeah. And that was two years ago. In came Billy, ETC, Billy, etc., <laughs> et whatever you want to call it. So I know that you specialize in beauty and fashion, but you also do hospitality. Yes, So talk us through the different variations because you obviously really like that jump another and why you like it. I do like that. Um, so I would say my like bread and butter is beauty. I came, my, my sole client when I started was Edwards & Co. I shifted them from internal to, to being the, the, their agent. I 
initially had a lot of clients in the beauty space, but I loved hospitality. I felt like it was a different pool of media, a different Mm. pool of influences. So when I was sick of the beauty world, Mm. I would just shimmy on over and do some hospitality for a minute until I could face it again. Yeah. (laughs) I could definitely see you shimmying on your laptop. Oh, so much shimmying. (laughs) Endless shimmying. And then I I do feel like the two industries complement each other quite nicely as well. Like Edwards & Co., my client has a salon on Crown Street and then one of my restaurants is opposite. So I would send girls in for a blow dry and then say, P.S., while you're looking gorge with your fresh blowout, go have some pasta at Jules. And then they would do that while they're looking gorge. And then like... The vodka pasta. The vodka pasta. Guys, check it it out. (laughs) And like even beauty events, you need a beautiful restaurant so I can connect them with my restaurant clients for... You know, mates' rates. Yeah. Because who doesn't rates. love a mate? Well, I know you've helped rate. us. We did TBH pizzas with you. We did. And oh, that was p- yes. uh, Pizza Face. Yeah, it was to celebrate beautiful skin, no matter the spotty hotties that might be out there. We loved that. We loved that. <laughs> yeah. And you and I got to sit and eat some pizza. We did. Oh, we deserved that. that. Whilst I yelled at the couriers for being late. Oh, yeah. That Stressful. Happens. Another menti B. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of addressed it when the audio was was not working so let's readdress it you work a lot in the hair space i do and i don't ever see an issue we work with a lot of people in the skin space but i know when we have clients come to us they're like oh but is it a conflict Mm. so talk us through how you work with brands in similar categories without it being a conflict yeah it is a tricky one i was talking to one of my clients about it just last week at my media facials that i did so (laughs) I kind of, in the hair world, will try to work with a salon and then a hair product brand and then a color brand and then a hot tool brand. So they complement each other, but they don't conflict with each other. But you do become known as sort of a specialist in this category and that's where you've built the best media relationship. So you want to be able to have like 10 salons. Mm. But I do I do understand where clients are coming from when they say it's it's a conflict. That's when I try to explain to them like, if it's the top 10 salons in Sydney, there's going to be 10 salons in Sydney mentioned. And whether I pitch them or another agency pitches them, they're going to be there anyway. So let me, (laughs) please. (laughs) It also means that media only go to one place, one or two places. Yeah. It makes media's life easier. I'll go to Billy because he knows everything in hair. Yeah. And this is what I need. I need all the shampoos or I need all the hot tools and he has them all. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I see it as well. Mm. It's just easier. Yeah. yeah, totally. It is way easier. And that's for you and I. Um, it makes our lives easier because we're talking to the same people and we've got deep relationships. So, yeah. yeah. So you're two, three years into your own business yes. now. Um, give us some tips for someone wanting to get into PR. Uh, don't bother. <laughs> Pick something else. So positive. Um, no, I, I love PR. I think it is a great industry. A lot of people talk about like, PR is dying. Yeah. But I don't see that as at all. Yeah. I think PR will always exist. Completely agree. Just yeah. it, it's evolving all yeah. the time. But something that I wish I knew starting out, how important it is to know that no story is ever guaranteed mm-hmm. and you can't promise results yeah. ever. So a lot of clients will try and lock me into KPIs. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, we hate a KPI. We hate a KPI. <laughs> yeah. I And I explain it like I'm – a lawyer. Yeah. I'm definitely not a lawyer. <laughs> but, you know, you win that. Uh, this is not legal advice. <laughs> this is not legal advice, everyone. But, like, you win a client, but then you have to win the case as yeah. well. 
So we win the client and then we have to Oh, I love earn. that That's analogy. a great analogy. Yeah. Yeah. So just because win you've booked me as your lawyer, you're not guaranteed to win the yes. case. Oh, that is coming up in the next case. We're using it. It's a good analogy, huh? That's it's really great. good. Yeah. So yeah. I try my best to win. Totally. And I, it's better for me if I win. Yes. Because it's my reputation, totally. but I can't guarantee it. Yeah. That is a, such a good analogy. That I love that. It's so good. Yeah. My answer is always... Well, it's not advertorial, it's editorial. So, like, mm. whilst we have these amazing relationships, there's, there are a number of things that come into play. Firstly, the journalists might not be writing about that at that very minute. Therefore, mm. yeah, they'll come back when they are. You know, if it's you're launching winter coats and it's not the yes. right time of year, well, it's not the right time. Yeah. Exactly. And something might have just trended on TikTok, which sure. takes the focus away from what Absolutely. you're doing. And now everyone wants to talk about X products. Yeah. Right now. It's like, also, you might be launching something right now, but Taylor Swift is top priority. Yeah. So unless your yeah. product links to Taylor, yeah. just, just put rename the color yeah, to Lavender Haze. Errors to our or yeah. nothing at this point. Yeah. <laughs> totally. You know, it doesn't mean that it won't happen. It's just also like how long is a piece of string? Exactly. Yeah. You've just got to be persistent. Yeah. And always have fresh messages. That is a really good, a good piece advice. of advice. Yeah. Anything else you want <sighs> to add on? So I think the original question was what I would tell someone starting out in this yeah. industry. So one, it's actually really hard to get results. <laughs> um, and two, networking is, is everything. Yeah. I think everyone knows that, but just... You have to be willing to put yourself out yeah. there. You have to be willing to become best friends with Jesse Marshall <laughs> at whatever cost. <laughs> yeah. The, it's all about the black book. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've just got to network. Totally Endlessly. Yeah. Network. You little bottom off. Yeah. <laughs> Tushy on the line. Honestly. Okay. So you've got the client. You're, you're pitching like a madhouse. You're going for coffee, sending flowers. And then, the and I know that this has happened to you because you have called me a crisis. Oh, oh God. Yes. <laughs> it's a crisis hits. <laughs> a crisis hits. <laughs> we don't have many crises, but when they hit, it's bad. It's Especially mid morning with my <laughs> coffee in hand, trying to enjoy a pan of chocolate. No. <laughs> <laughs> and my phone blows up. Blows up. What are you doing? Tell us. How are you <laughs> fixing this problem? So I kind of have that crisis offering. You do. Thanks to Lara, the ABC journo, because yeah. she specializes in crisis. So I worked with her on a lot of potential crises that we managed to put out. Yeah. Put stomp out. them right out. Mm. So it is something that I like being able to offer because with cancel culture these days, it everyone is in the firing line. So I don't necessarily love crisis comms because it's all consuming. You have to drop everything um, that you're working yeah. on. Like when I had this crisis that I called you about, I was mid floral arrangement for my <laughs> mold on salt summer event. And it was, I was like dripping with sweat, oh. screaming into the phone at Daily Mail <laughs> whilst shushing florals on the table. Oh my God. <laughs> Nightmare. <laughs> whilst texting me being like, fuck Fuck, fuck. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> and I was like, I don't do crisis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, amazing. Thanks so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thanks for the advice. But yeah, so crisis keeps you on your toes a lot. And there is uh, some really important things to consider when doing crisis comms that I, I feel like a lot of people slap it onto their website. So yeah, we do crisis comms, yeah. but they don't actually. You 
you need to go to someone that knows what they're what they're doing. Agreed. Mm. And despite me just saying I don't know what to do, I do know what to do. <laughs> I just you do. You just I do, need I a swear. talking round. Yeah, you're you just, just trying need, to get your head right. Mm-hmm, just a soundboard. Like yeah. back then, I was basically solo. Yeah, you were by yourself. Yeah, so I just needed. Yeah, to to run my ideas by someone else. I appreciated the call. And you were wonderful advice. I was also like, oh, this is so nice. Someone else having a meltdown. Yeah. (laughs) Not just me. (laughs) Okay, so tell us what's really important. Responding in a timely fashion. Like I see a lot of people getting an email with, with a line of questioning that they don't like and they'll step away and they'll say, ignore it or... We'll all have a big meeting. You have to respond instantly and say, mm. thanks for bringing this up. We're discussing it internally and I'll come back to you shortly mm. at the bare minimum. And then while PR spin exists, you have to be honest. There is mm. no point trying to lie your way out of a story because it totally. will just add fuel to the fire when you get caught in that lie. So you have to be honest. And then you really are trending. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're just trying not, and not to trend in a good way. wrong reasons, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so timely responses, honesty. And, and that also stems from getting the client to be honest with you first. I've had a former boss that got into huge trouble because – the client had told her a mistruth and then she had te- sold that oh. to media oh, no. and then it all came out. So it's, it's, you've got to have a good enough relationship with your clients so that they feel safe to, to be completely it's honest like the lawyer you. again. It is. <laughs> Wait, I didn't realize that we're essentially lawyers <laughs> and should be paid accordingly. <laughs> Charging by the six minutes. Isn't yeah. It? <laughs> Billable hours. Finally. Yeah, it is. Although I think once you told the lawyer the truth, particularly if you have committed the crime, they, they can't help you after yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. You. Well, clients, please tell me the truth <laughs> and I will... Help navigate. Massage the messaging <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ever so delicately. To make it media friendly. Yes. Yeah, perfect. I love that. And I think a really good takeaway, particularly if you're one, thinking about going into crisis comms, as well as if it's something that you currently offer, making sure that you're offering the right service. Yes. Good. (laughs) Now we all know as a publicist, we're real busy. Real busy. Talk us through your day to day or just like today. Today. An average day. An average. Well, is there an average day? (laughs) Um, so, yeah, it is very impromptu in this industry, I feel. Like, it's very hard to plan out your week because things just pop up. But mm. I Vespa. <laughs> so, this today I've been Vespering all over the city, picking up printing for an activation He at needs Jules. a decal on the Vespa. Seriously? I do. I do need a decal. That is a missed opportunity. Billy, except. <laughs> like, can yes. you imagine? You'd be like, oh, my God, there's Billy. In all beige, Billy. the colour scheme stuff. <gasps> Um, yeah, so I've been driving all over the city to pick up printing and different bits and pieces for an activation. I had Summy Summy's latest collection go live today, so I had to do that media release. Yes. I had another restaurant um, that's just about to launch, so I've offered the exclusive to someone. And then I also had to do a guest list for a Van Houston event that's coming up. So, you know, lots of different things happening and wearing lots of different hats and doing it yeah. all at once. Oh, and I also had two whips this morning. Yeah. Some clients are very whip happy. Do you find that? Loves a whip. Love a whip. I'm like, (laughs) it's work in progress. So just let me progress it a little (laughs) bit further (laughs) before we have another whip. How often do you hold like a client whip? Like, is it? I'm happy to do them fortnightly. I think I can, but my preference would be monthly. Yeah. But, you know, I get. Also, some things like take a long time. They do. Yep. And and I, I don't even mind like if it's a, fortnightly whip but i'll we'll discuss like the week of what day we're going to do it because 
it's you know yeah particularly if you're chasing something yeah Yeah. like i need a bit more i'll update you when i can i promise (laughs) uh would you say that that's one of your biggest icks whips (laughs) whips <laughs> um no i i know how important whips are but you know we're creative so whips are like whips and reporting yeah they're icky but i know how important they are totally. that's how we prove our value to our clients my biggest ick yeah. in this industry would be the waste i hate to see how wasteful <sighs> i like that too <laughs> a lot of agencies are yeah. like delete this if you've done it recently but the balloon send out like a big we balloon. Done a balloon. I'm no. like, I'm sick of seeing balloon send yeah. outs, guys. That's just so wasteful. Yeah. Like, send the product, something cute to go along with it mm-hmm. if it's relevant, but it's not just stuff that's going to ruin the environment. Yeah. And no one's impressed by a balloon anymore, Soz. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we, uh, well, Bex said on her episode, mm. she was like, we, I'm sick of the flop. Like, just stop. Yeah. Just and send the we, product. Yeah. In the end, the answer to me was, look, if it's influencers and it's talent and they need to upload it, like, sure, send it pretty, make it beautiful, whatever. Yeah. But media, really, they just need the product and the press release and information. Yeah. Exactly. And they're happy. Yeah. Yeah. And even influencers, I've had a lot of influencers reply to me being like, I don't want all of this packaging. Like, yeah. just send me what you well, need to send me. to dispose it. Exactly. Yeah. And I love showing off a product in, in situ as well. So you and I do it a lot with like salon takeovers mm. to show off a new hair product rather than sending like a hair product with a balloon tied yep. to it. Ick. The balloon is really... No balloons for Billy. No, no balloons. I don't want to see a balloon for the rest of my life. Thank you. Imagine fair share. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then what is your proudest moment so far? Wow. Just surviving every day. I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah getting one, out of yep. bed this morning was a big achievement for me. Yes. My, I, I got um, Nike underwear as a client, which I set Major. the goal that I wanted to have a global brand yes. on my books. And I got Nike. So I was like, oh, now that one. So that was a, a proud yeah. moment. It was Now that one, now i got to work. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> now I've got to achieve the results. Um, so that was a really proud moment for yes. me. But even like getting to the one year point of my, of running my own business, I didn't yeah. know if that would ever happen. And it did. Mm. So that's a Why real proud moment. Why did you think moment. that it wouldn't? You know, you just see your own like imposter syndrome. I was yeah. like, can I do this? I don't even know what an invoice is. I've never paid my own taxes. What is GST? Oh. What's Baz? <laughs> I don't want to pay my superannuation. I want my money now. Thank yeah. you. So all of those things yeah. that come with running a business. So. Also, you didn't go into running a business because of that. You went into it because you lack the work. I do. And I found maybe six months in, like you're doing less and less of the work and doing more and more of the, the back end. Yeah. yeah. And I, but I, I love PR. That's what I'm good at. Not invoicing and new oh, business I recruitment. Like, uh, so there was a lot of points where I'm like, what, what and on earth am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> this is when you just start outsourcing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you get and the I'm, accountant. But yeah. then I was so scared, like, well, I have enough money to pay my rent. So I didn't no. want to outsource. I was like, I can do everything. And then I'm like, no, trust the process. Yeah. If you outsource, I'll have more time to go out and earn the money to pay said rent. Totally. So yeah, yeah. you just got to trust the process a little bit. You got to the one year. You've yeah. surpassed that. I have. I'm almost at two. Next next month is my <gasps> two second birthday. Oh You're going to celebrate big? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a little website rejoice. Nice. I was either going to buy myself a Celine bag, <laughs> but I thought best to reinvest that money into the business. Yeah. So, judging the website and doing a little re 
revamp of the, oh, the logo. Oh, my God. Happy Ooh. birthday to me. Watch oh, this space. That's <laughs> Watch exciting. This space. Now we can decal the Vespa. Now we can decal the with My the previous brand. logo, I made myself in Canva. And Emily, who works with me, when she first started, she was like, what's with the logo? It's very Canva. I'm like, oh, <gasps> true. <Yeah. laughs> How dare you? Can't deny it. Yeah. <laughs> my one looked like I was a tech agency. Yeah. Did I'm, you do it yourself? No, I got a girl to do it who was like a friend a tech of agency. a friend. <laughs> <laughs> a friend of a friend of a friend. Yeah. And I don't know whatever made me choose that. that. I'll have to find it. Were you still called Hive then? Yeah, we were still hive, and it was like a hive, but it was uh, like uh, geometric. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was terrible. Do you know, my degree is actually in graphic design. I know very little about PR <laughs> educationally. <laughs> <laughs> and I was taught graphic design school, never say it and show it. So yeah. if you're called hive, you don't need to have a hive in the logo. That's a good tip, actually. Well, you have the bees like you've got now. Yeah, and just the word. I don't know. Honestly, I need to find this logo and send it to you. It's awful. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. It's awful. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on. Pleasure, Treasure. We've Thanks for having me. Through through that, even though we had to do it twice. Yeah. <laughs> it was better the second time yeah. around. It was. Well, we appreciate you coming yeah, in. Thank Thanks you. so much for having me. It was lovely being here. Oh, we'll check in again maybe next year. Can't wait. For birthday three? <laughs> yeah, third birthday. And maybe then I'll have the Celine bag. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Hosted. If you have any burning questions, send us a DM or an email. In the meantime, keep buzzing.